You are about to experience the result of hard work and dedication from the City of Champions, Cleveland's own, 90th's finest. Self-made, hard-working entrepreneurs, unequivocally raw, no holds barred. This is Epiphany Media. You are about to experience the result of hard work and dedication from the City of Champions, Cleveland's own, 90th's finest. Self-made, hard-working entrepreneurs, unequivocally raw, no holds barred. This is Epiphany Media. And man, that is immediately loud. Are you in? Nah, my love is good. That shit sounded incredible. My levels are great today. I've been trying to I've been trying to adjust my level. I like I don't know if it's good or bad. I don't know because I'm talking. I'm not listening to myself. So I don't know. So it's doing I, like <laughs> you went from up here to up here, right here, to back up here. I was clicking around the levels. Is that good or bad right there? Nah, not good. Good or bad right there? Better. <laughs> uh, good or bad right there? No, worse. <laughs> worse? Right. The worse, yeah. What about right there? Pause again, by the uh, way. Pause on this. <laughs> That's good, man. Uh, right. About right there? That's good? Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right, that's where I usually have that. And I was like, let me, let me try something new. Let me try to, uh, you know, let me try to, uh, you know, get fancy with the vocals a little bit. It's a bad idea, no, apparently. No, no, no. no. <laughs> Leave it where you like, where you got it at, because it sounded like an alien for a minute. <laughs> I was just clicking around, I was just messing around. I didn't know that, because I can't tell the difference on my end. Can you imagine listening to yourself for an hour, two hours, like, so not only like the show, but also listen to your voice. Uh, no, nah. yeah, turn it off immediately. Yeah, I, <laughs> hey, even trying to uh, listen back to the show sometimes. Sometimes if it's real good, I can do it, of course. But sometimes, I'm like, man, I can't listen to myself talk. Yeah, it's been a minute since I listened to one our one of our shows. I I can't. It's it's very hard to listen to yourself, like you said. Yeah, I, I just can't do it. I can listen to like when you was on, uh, you know, that uh, when you appeared on that one show. Yeah, I can listen to that, but I can't just listen to me talk. I just can't do it. It's weird. I listen to like the first question, and I just start sending to people. Like, yeah, check it out. Let me know how it went because I hate hearing myself. Mm. And I think, and I think he sped it up just a little bit, you know, for time's sake. You know the uh, the the intro that's on um, that's on the uh, podcast form of our show. Hmm. Yeah, as soon as I start hearing that, I turn it off. I can't. I, I can't. Yo, <laughs> like, yo, thanks for thanks for tuning into the podcast. 
you know, we're doing an ad right now for Anchor. Hey, thanks. That's funny. I it, it's I should download the audio, <laughs> the audio and play it. That's funny. Have you guys in the audience? This has nothing to do with what we're going to talk about, but have you guys in the audience? Uh, have y'all ever listened to our podcast, like the podcast version, and heard that the live read we did for uh, <laughs> the live read we did for anchor.com, .fm, whatever it is? If not, I want to, I, <laughs> I, I kind of want to play it. It's funny. I don't play it. <laughs> I got to do it. <laughs> If y'all haven't listened to it, it's pretty funny. Uh, it's a <laughs> it's a good time, man. Let me see. <laughs> uh, let me see. I see the bad part is I don't know if I can uh play the play just the audio. Let me see. Angel says she has. She listened to it. What about you, Regina? Have you listened to the, the podcast version? If not, you about to hear it. I'm about to play it. Hold on. This is, I think it's funny. Oh, uh, only <laughs> First off, we said we were going to re- re-record it like seven times, but we never did. So you get what you get. <laughs> Let me see if this is a play. Oh, I don't even know how to make it play. Hold on. I don't know how to do it. Hold on. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. <laughs> That's funny. All you hear is yo. Yeah, that that be you, man. That be you. Yo, it's cringe, cringe worthy. I should have said. I should have said, "Hey guys, welcome to Anchor.fm. <laughs> Go check it out. It has all your uh, podcasting needs." <laughs> mm, mm, mm. Um, hello. I look. I load this up, man. What I want to talk about today was uh, uh, I can't spell. Hold on. Uh, what I want to talk about today was uh, yeah, overcoming. It's actually a, a topic that was sent in by a top friend. You know. We love our top say fans. More to, you got to say more than overcome because overcoming. Oh, so you, you said I just want to talk about overcoming. So it sounds like. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? What's the rest, this, man? I'm a log. I'm a log out. <laughs> <That's>, uh, <laughs> just overcoming uh, issues, life issues, man. Uh, so this I is think the that, show. No, no, no. It's, <laughs> We're going it's that route. Be, <laughs> uh, it's meant to be uplifting. That's why we, uh, you know, we're talking about overcoming, not the stuff that put us there. We're talking about, you know, overcoming. So we fall uh, down, you know, but we get up. Yeah, you know the song. Because uh, a, a saint is just a sinner that fell down <laughs> and got up. So <laughs> Every time I hear that song, it, it, when I say, you know, a saint is just a sinner who fell down. So it's, I was thinking, like, so the devil, he fell down. But what happened if he decided to get back up? Yeah. Is it? Guess what? <laughs> is it going to be cool? 
That's terrible, man. Terrible. Hey, somebody said, uh, uh, I was having a conversation with somebody. It was like, yeah, it took me 50 years to get back in church. I'm like, damn, I'm like, damn, I'm only on 15. 50 years? 50 years to get back. Yeah. Now they're going to faithfully. I'm like, I'm like, I'm, I'm on like 15. So you said you got a you got a long way to go. I beat you. <laughs> uh, that's funny. All right, hold on. Let me see. Let me see if this, let me see if this work out. Hopefully, though. That sounds good. I don't hear nothing. You don't hear nothing? No, I don't. <laughs> like it's very, very, very faint. Yeah, I don't hear it. It sounds good though. I ain't gonna lie. I like that. I like the way that sound. Hold on. All right, let's let me try it one more time. Hard work and dedication from the city of champions, Cleveland's own 90th's finest, self-made, hard-working entrepreneurs, unequivocally raw, no holds barred. This is Epiphany Media. Yo, go download the free Anchor app or just go to Anchor FM to get started. It's the easiest way to start your own podcast and it has all the tools to record and edit from the phone or the computer. Get free distribution for all of your podcasts. Easy way to make money as you record everything that you need to start your podcast journey. And I mean, it has everything. So look, go to your phone, go to the app store, and download into IFM. That's bad. Hey. No, so it took us about probably 20 takes to do that bad. <laughs> I think we did, we only did it like two or three times, man. So, oh, that was the other thing we did like twenty takes. Yeah, I, oh, that was the the bowling, uh, <laughs> the bowling video. That took a thousand yeah. takes for sure. Um, but yeah, hey, so let's start there. How do we overcome this bad intro, this bad uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, podcast intro? The only thing I can think of is by having good shows, having good content. <laughs> or we can actually write a script oh, and, and just redo uh, it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Regina said, um, "How long ago did we do it? It had when we first started doing the show again. So it had to be, man, a couple of years now. It's been a couple of years. Yeah. Yeah. We we should redo it. We've been saying we're gonna do it, but we just we just haven't." We could even do it like this. We only got to be in the same room no more, but we just haven't done it. Um, so, yeah, man, uh, I just want to talk about just overcoming and how, how we overcome stuff in life. And uh, it's not a sad show. It's a celebration. It's an uplifting show. Um, yeah, about over about over about overcoming, man. It's like overcoming. Uh, I, I, who, who did you say you were talking to about the church thing? Yeah, I was, I was talking. Um, I was talking to my neighbor. Okay. And, uh, you know, he's, he's talking about he just got back in the church. But um, I don't. 
don't know. So <laughs> I don't know what made him go back to it, but something he overcame whatever it I'm was. Not saying, I'm, I'm not saying no to like going to church, but specifically with me, I went every day. 50, what is, how many weeks? 52 weeks in a year? 50, yeah. Uh, you know, every Sunday for 18 years. And you do the math. That's a lot of, no. And, oh, plus, you got occasion Bible school. Uh, uh, what other things you got during the week? Other things during the week. Other uh, church activities. Man, Bible so study on Tuesdays. Yeah, just you church out. Yeah, uh, pre-church. Yeah, church like a uh, 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 class or whatever before the actual service. You know what I'm saying? Uh, choir rehearsal. Even if you ain't in the choir, you got to go for some reason. It doesn't make sense for me, but whatever. <laughs> like the whole the whole nine. Um, yeah, so I'm not, you know, I'm not opposed to going to church, but I am opposed to going all the time. That makes any sense. <laughs> Terrible, man. So, uh, so I figured we could just pick a category and then we could talk about how we have overcame, uh, you know, in the past or whatever. So I figured the easiest would be like work, work jobs, you know, whether it's getting fired or just working for from a, uh, uh, just a job that's terrible and, and how you persevere and then go on to another job or whatever. I figured that would be the easiest one to start. Well, you got a, a, a how you overcame a, a job story? I'll put you on the spot. You need some time? Yeah, you go first. Thought you was a professional. Not just playing. Yeah, um, I mean, I, I mean, I do got a story, but I'm like, well, I I didn't have one specifically in mind, but I just think about. Uh, Man, I have and continue to work for terrible places uh, in, my, in my in my work life. You know what I'm saying? Um, so, uh, I, I don't know. I, I guess overcoming for me is just a matter of um, of, of uh, doing what you have to do, taking care of business, whatever. Until you can get to a point where you, you know, get an opportunity to change. So, uh, overcoming a bad job to me is just standing your ground, paying your bills or whatever, until you get an opportunity to to make a change. And then you, then you do that. I think it's pretty simple. Like I don't have any. Well, I got a thousand stories of, of bad jobs or whatever. But um, as far as the overcoming aspect of it, um, you just. <laughs> it, it, Work is one of those things where, like, it's not really optional for most people. So, you gotta stick it. You gotta stick it out. You gotta just do what you gotta do, and then when you get to, like I said, a better space or a better opportunity, then you just make sure that you're ready for the opportunity. Exactly. Exactly. Because um, I know all of us. I say ninety-five percent of the population work somewhere that we knew that we weren't gonna stay there more than I don't know six months because we already was thinking about the next opportunity. It's like you gotta pay bills so you gotta work. Right. You know, you know, you gotta get overtime. Even though you're gonna miss out on all of the fun stuff you're seeing your friends doing. Just so you can, you know, be able to afford your bills and 
and uh, <laughs> eat. <laughs> and even then, you know, I know some of us have been have have worked minimum wage jobs where you barely barely paying bills, if that, and you're not eating. So, and you're working like eighty hours a week. <laughs> Two full time jobs. Yeah, I, I've seen it. I've seen it. You know what I'm saying? So, um, I, I think work would just be the most common one that most people can relate to, uh, unless you in a good spot like Regina, I guess, where you kind of work for yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like that's 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 a that's the spot to be in. You see the shirt. That's the 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 holy grail, whatever. It's to. Right. Uh, I was gonna say, but yeah, until that happens, I mean that's a lot of people sharing that, you know, on their own. But in between that time, you gotta work. You know. Uh, I don't want to. I don't want to necessarily say. Okay, the ideal the ideal scenario is to be in Regina's position, where you work for yourself, you work when you want to, you work on your own terms. Um, but until then, you gotta work somewhere that you, you know, necessarily don't want to be at. You'd rather be doing something else. But sometimes there's jobs. It's like you know what, this is cool. You know, I can mentally, I can handle this. But for most people, <laughs> it's like that. I hate this place. I want to, uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh, they talk about quitting every day. It's how you talk to them. Everything's negative <laughs> about the job. Everything. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm just about there at one of my spots. <laughs> Everything that they do, they can't do right. There's nothing they can do that make me like, oh, okay. That was that was cool. Other than everything, I'm like, man, that wasn't far enough. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It just, hey, it just, that just how, you, how, man. After you feel like you've been done wrong or or or, or mistreated or whatever, then it's hard. To, that's kind of the spot you become. But you still got to do what you got to do and pay your bills until it's time to move on. Uh, let me see. Angel said, I, "I filed bankruptcy in my early 20s. That was embarrassing and hard. Um, I've learned so much." All I can do is keep going forward and choose better. I, hey, I'm 30 and I'm still ready to uh, file for the for the first time. I'm ready. I shouldn't say that on here. I shouldn't say that on here. It's recorded. I mean, I'm not ready, but if it happened to happen, then you're not here. 50 cent. Like I don't have no. I don't have any money. I'm broke. I know, it's, all, it's all props. Yeah, fake money, man. Fake money. <laughs> Oh, I sold all my cars and, and motorcycles. I sold all that stuff. I don't got no money. I don't got nothing you can take. You want this house? Uh, it's cool. You can have it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Regina said, I wasn't all, I wasn't always there. I had to work at Burger King and put up with the BS because uh, I didn't have regular income at the shop. No, I, no, I understand. No, that's what we're saying, though. Like, because we all had, I worked at Burger King for a long time. It feel, it feel like. I guess it really wasn't it a long couple of years, but it felt like a long time. Um, uh, you worked at uh, was it Giant Eagle at the time? Yeah, yep. Down over on Cedar, like you know, like we all worked those jobs where you like, man, where it's kind of like you you know you won't be there long, or you hoping you won't be there long. You know you just um, uh, what do they say in Hollywood is uh, cutting your teeth or whatever. They're just paying your dues 
buying your time until you get, you know, X amount of years of experience or whatever so you can keep moving. You know what I'm saying? But, man, it, it, it when you're in that moment, though, you're like, man, this shit's terrible. I'm going to be here forever or I can't wait to leave, but nothing seemed to be popping up how the way the way you want to. The opportunity is not there, et cetera. Um, so, yeah, Regina, I, I understand, but uh, once you get there, though, that, I mean, we're just saying that that's the goal is to get there to uh, have that sense of freedom and a little bit less stress on your plate. Um, let me see. Uh, Angel had put up a couple, uh, I guess we can do examples of these. Uh, how have you overcame a, a bad relationship? You got a bad relationship, overcome story or example? Uh, <laughs> it says, uh, you know, overcame, overcame being a, a simp and became an alpha. <laughs> became a dog. Yeah, that's how. I'm, that's not even an exaggeration. That's how it happened. Like, like after that, uh, <laughs> after that heartbreak, it, be, it became, you know, just more of a, uh, you know, uh, just a savage. So what's not, <laughs> so what, not savage in a, not savage in a bad way, but just mentality like you know I'm not I'm not going down that path anymore, huh? So what was the, like? What did you do though? Did you in, in the in between time? Did you like uh like there's no there's no school for savages like so? Did you just like um uh did you go at the church? Did you pray on their life? Did you did you just turn into uh, like a whore, for lack of a better term, and then you just develop tough skin from there. Like what? What? Like what caused you to? Like how did you level up? This nigga muted itself. I asked him a question. <laughs> uh, yeah, can you repeat that again, please? Uh, what What did you do in the meantime? So after the heartbreak or the bad relationship, what did you do? to like level yourself up for your next relationship or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it took a minute. Now that I'm thinking about it, it took a minute before I was uh, in a relationship again. How old was I? Like three, four years, something like that before I got into another relationship. But in between, <laughs> but in between that time, um, I just focused on me. Um, you know, getting uh, yeah, getting new places to work at, uh, staying in shape, um, <laughs> just learning through experiences <laughs> on what to do and what not to do, and yeah, and I you know did so in my next relationship when uh, when I sensed uh, the BS, then it was. I, I'm out <laughs> immediately. Like, not no hesitation. I'm out. <laughs> so yeah, um, yeah. Um, I mean, it's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think so. I, I I did something similar after a bad relationship. Just wasn't in a relationship for a long time. You know what I'm saying? Focusing on myself, doing everything I could to, you know, do what I consider leveling myself up or get or, you know, <laughs> I don't know if it's a guy thing or not, but like, 
I call it like getting back to myself, like how I was before the relationship. You know what I'm saying? Where I was more of a, of a, you know, because we're in a relationship, you get comfortable with certain things. You know what I'm saying? Um, uh, certain stuff you don't have to do. You know what I'm saying? Because you got a partner. So it's kind of like, man, like relearning your independence, relearning like how to, how to do all this stuff and how to be proficient at all this stuff. Um, but I, I was I was just in a similar way, man. I, I just uh, just focus on myself and doing whatever I consider to level myself up, even if it was out of spite for the girl I broke up with. Like like, oh, you thought you thought that was gonna wreck me or whatever, but it didn't. Like, and I leveled up on it. So sometimes it'll be out of spite for, for me. Um, yeah, wait. Oh, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. I was gonna add to that, like the the way that I even let, let's say let's say for example, um, you know, I, I seen um, I seen the one who started it all out and about, and we had a conversation. The way that I even talked to her, I'm, like, I'm not that same person. Like he gonna you gonna see that I'm not that same person visually, and by talking to me, interacting, you gonna see it's not the same. <laughs> you can't treat me the same, right? <laughs> That's for sure. Um, Regina said, uh, after a bad relationship, I focused on me and my newborn. I didn't date anyone for 13 years. I'm proud of that decision. Regina, first of all, that's a long-ass time. Secondly, I couldn't agree with you more. I I, I don't have a, a certain number of years or a certain length of time, but I, I try to tell people, uh, family included, that... Uh, it's not wrong with being single for a while and focusing on yourself and putting yourself in a position or just giving yourself time to fully heal, giving yourself perspective to look at stuff, relationships at, at, at a different way. It's not wrong with being single for a while. Like focus on the, you got other stuff going on. Focus on that stuff before you try to even even attempt to get back in another relationship. But you know, people don't listen to me. Hey, I 100 percent agree with you because you need to, especially if you are were hurt like bad cut deep from yeah. that relationship you need to focus on yourself first because you don't want to carry that baggage into your next relationship like miss you uh, sabotage yourself <laughs> explains and <laughs> right. it's off so um you know um yeah you're 100 percent correct in that in that regard you got to work on yourself focus on you and when yeah. you focus on you it'll, it'll naturally line you know line up then, then when it's time, everything exactly it'll line up when everything is right. I agree. Good on you, Regina. Um, Andrew listed uh, family. Family kind of a touchy subject. Overcoming, um, you know what I'm saying? Because like, do you overcome your lack of family? You know what I'm saying? I know Regina had some family issues when she was younger. You know what I'm saying? Like just overcoming like that type of stuff. You know what I'm saying? In any regard. Yeah, it's always touchy. So, I mean, me and you talk all the time about family and, and you know, support systems, et cetera. Um, how, I, I'll, I'll just say for me, if you want to share, then you can. For me, overcoming my family uh, woes or whatever, I, I don't know. My family dynamic is kind of different than, than most Cause we are super close, but that closeness give us give 
us the freedom to say whatever we want to say to whoever. You know what I'm saying? Of course, you're not being disrespectful or anything like that, but you say what's on your mind. Uh, and, you know, that person, they, they deal with it or or they don't deal with it. You know what I'm saying? But we family at the end of the day. So if you want to be mad for, you know, to the next holiday or something, then that's fine. Um, that's that's how I overcome all of my family stuff. <laughs> it's, it's just... Uh, uh, just saying whatever I want to say, or, you know, I mean it, I'm not just saying stuff to say it, but saying whatever. And then, you know, we have to deal with it as a family uh, to, to overcome together, or you just be mad for a couple months or a couple weeks and we'll come back together eventually. I don't, I don't think your family worked the same though. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no, every, every every hey look, everybody's family dynamic is different. Like I didn't, and it's and it's crazy because you'll see, how they, you know how this person interact with their family, and how this person act with their family, and then you be like, damn, this is <laughs> this is a lot, this is a lot different than what what I know. Like I don't get it. Ugh. Man, why why are they being so harsh to their family? I'm like, that's just how we talk. You know what I'm saying? Um so yeah, and then I mean if you want to say specifically how how I overcome my family, uh you know, can be more supportive, you know, in my business adventures. Uh I don't know. I, I honestly overcome by just not worrying about it. You know, everything will take care of itself when in due time. Like that's really <laughs> The only thing you can do is just not worry, not worried about it. Keep pushing because I mean, you gonna if if you really love, you know, what you do, you gonna keep doing it regardless of what anyone says because that's what you're destined to do. And that's what you that the path that you're gonna choose regardless. It's just either you are gonna have the support or you are not gonna have the support from the people who you want to support you. But at the end of the day, the people who you want to support you aren't gonna be the people who. Um, <laughs> Are gonna uh, buy your product anyway, for real. That's, that's a good point. Uh, Angel said, "I was experienced a ton of loss. I don't think I'll ever um, overcome that, uh, but survive. You just have to survive." Um, I, I don't. That's very. Uh, that's a good way of putting it. Like you, 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 you might be on to something when you come to loss. Uh, cause yeah, maybe you maybe you don't overcome loss. Maybe you don't. That's an interesting point. That's interesting. Yeah. Uh... I mean, yeah, yeah. That's 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 another aspect I was I was thinking um thinking on when we we're talking about family uh, overcoming family obstacles, loss overcoming the loss of a loved one is. If I never met anybody who overcame that, you know, like no one. That's interesting. Like people find a way. People find ways to cope, good and bad. But are they over? Do you over actually it? overcome? No, they're not over. No, that's a good. That's, that's a very good point. Like you see people. You can see someone talking about a loved one who they lost twenty, thirty years prior. And they'll break down just like it was 
happened yesterday. You know what I mean? So I don't, I don't think anybody can overcome that. Angel said it changes you. Uh, yeah, I can, I can see that. I think even, you know, even if it's somebody, like you said, if it's been a bunch of years or somebody you, you know, uh, either never met before or, or, you know, maybe when you, you know, you lost that person when you was a kid or something, you, you know, you go visit the grave site or, or whatever. They always, uh, even if you don't know this person, they always just kind of take you back to a place, uh, like you said, where you, where you'll break down, you know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, I don't want to say out of the blue, but kind of out of the blue, you know. That's interesting. That's a good. Uh, that's a good spin on it, uh, Angel. Um, what else? What other stuff you overcome? What about like uh, 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 poverty or <laughs> being poor? How do you overcome? Uh, how do you overcome that? Or, or I, I'll put a slash for me and you. Um, like, how do you overcome like the hood mentality that we grew up, you know, clearly grew up in and around? You know what? Before I answer that fully, um, remember we had went down to the Agora for uh, uh, some like talent search concert, I don't know, something like that. Uh, artists are we there? He, well, he gets tickets, I believe, and um. Did he give us a taste? We we had a couple uh people that was we was popping at the time. We had a couple uh uh people who uh you know <laughs> gave us access. Yeah, I, I can't remember, but uh afterwards, you know, we had the gas station and just a whole bunch of randomness happened. Mm-hmm. Uh I remember this. <laughs> Like you went off and start talking to that to that guy, and I'm listening to that conversation. Then I'm, I'm talking to the dude. I'm talking to. It was like, like what the hell is going on right now? What's happening right now? <laughs> but the guy that I was talking to, he was like, yeah. Um, it was like, yeah. So you know, sometimes you need to get out. You know, get out of the hood. And well, he was referring to like. Like recording, uh, album. Some, yeah, sometimes you need to get out of the hood and you know go record an album or whatever, and that can be applied to, you know, overcoming poverty because your first step is you have to get out of that situation completely. You know what I'm saying? Um, but most people, most people don't see the, the two sides of that. Most people stay in the inner city; they don't really venture out. It's a different world. It's like the bougiest of the bougiest people. They don't run into them, those type of people. On the flip side, <laughs> I had the opportunity to be around those type of people because of the high school that I went to. So I seen, okay, damn, this is this is how you live over here. This is just crazy to me. I don't, I don't uh... get this. I never had, I never seen stuff like this before. You know, so I'm, hey, I'm being excited. Uh, not, not to cut you off. What's the one dude uh, we had on Epiphany Radio all the time? Uh, he was um, uh, it's part of uh, everybody's cousin. One weird nigga, man. I can't think of his name. Because he was like, uh, he was like oh, oh, you a hybrid too? He kept talking about niggas being hybrids, people that grew up in the hood or went to like <laughs> uh, suburb school. Are, are, are you a hybrid too? 
I'm like, no, nah, man. <laughs> no, don't call me that. I don't, I don't like what you're talking about. Uh, yeah, Whatever that nigga he, name is, that shit was hilarious. Yeah, that's what he, because he, he wanted to uh, sniff coke and start acting weird. <laughs> <laughs> oh, are you a hybrid too? Uh-uh. <laughs> I remember that. Remember, uh, remember, uh, they was over there doing the show. It's, uh, it's like it went in my bathroom and came out. And the one guy that was with him was like, you, Are you okay? Like, the nigga was about to die. Like, he came out the bathroom like he was about to die. Like, you know, he was sniffing some coke. Man, that whole Pippin hey, Radio, I was, gonna, I was gonna tell you this. I'll tell you this at the end because it got nothing to do with this. But I was thinking about those old times. It's something else I was watching recently, and it made me uh, – I was, I was a little bit jealous that we grew up, you know what I'm saying, and, and, and tackle uh, more serious topics, even though, you know, this, this stimulates some good uh, uh, good conversation and stuff. But, man, those days was uh, – I'm just glad there was no cameras around. Uh, it was a lot of stuff going on in that apartment, man. It's crazy. Yeah, I got reckless. Young and reckless, to the, but to the max. Yeah, he was talking about hybrid. You know, living in the hood, and you go to school in the suburbs, whatever. I, I, I mean, it's just, it's just that you go living in the inner city, and you go into the school in the suburbs. But through that experience, you see um, different sides to the coin. So you don't just see, <laughs> you just don't see people uh, getting money from uh, selling uh, narcotics. You see people. Um, getting money from self insurance, <laughs> you know what I mean. So uh, you know, you just see it differently. So with me personally, when you get older, it's like, yeah, you know, I, I mean, I could do that, but then I could do this, and I could, don't have to deal with the consequences of doing that. Right. So I mean, but it it just takes longer, you know. But some, but then you also gotta have the patience, not to. Especially being young, like you know, you want the money now, and you just got to stay focused to the path. And now, being you know, thirty-three, it's like, yeah, because <laughs> mo- <'cause laughs> we know pe- <laughs> we know people who chose you know that path a different and, way. Yeah, exactly. And it's just the life is wild. And, like the stories are wild. <laughs> It's like such and such where such and such did what such a shit such and such walking around like a zombie is you know so and so in jail for how long like uh, that that's crazy he, for um, what charge <laughs> yeah for he did what that's crazy uh, Angel said um, I remember being so broke uh, and not having any food she said I didn't like that so I learned and promised myself not to live paycheck to paycheck so she studied so. The way she overcame her poverty was uh, uh, studying, studying and and making promises to herself that I'm assuming she kept and uh, she haven't had to do that before or have have had to do that again. Um, Yeah, I I would have to say since you since you tackled the kind of um, hood mentality and she kind of did the poverty, I guess I'll do the. uh, uh, I don't know, whatever else I said, the, the third, whatever the third one was. Um, I think just, uh, I, I think 
I think all well, the thing I think all these have in common is most of them is you just have to persevere until you're able to uh, to do better. You know, once you once you know better, you do better, right? So whether it's working, um, whether it's uh, you know losing somebody, like you know, you just persevere. You just do what you can. You know what I'm saying? Uh, until you are able to do something else or do something better. Or just take a different route, you know, take the route that you want to take. So um, I, like you, you know, had a, had an opportunity to go to school in the suburbs, you know what I'm saying? And, and so I, I could see the duality of it. I can see that, yeah, you can, you could, I see firsthand, you know what I'm saying, that you could do this, you know what I'm saying? Or you can, uh, you can get up and go to work every single day and, uh, and you know, end up with this. Now, when I look at it, you know, saying, uh, you know, one way definitely turned out better than the other. You know what I'm saying? You know, barring some other stuff in there. But, um, yeah, it's that you can you can you can do it in a way that it stays longer. And but to avoid some of the consequences, like you said, um, and I like Angel, uh, I think I told this story before of uh, when I got my first apartment and, you know, I'm working a bunch of hours because my first time paying all the bills and, and I had gas and, and lights uh, and rent to pay and internet when I can afford it. Not always, but when I can afford it, sometimes when I can pay my phone bill, et cetera, uh, I ain't have food. You know what I'm saying? Like if I ain't go to work that day, I ain't eat. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I was still in food. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's taking uh, you know, pre-cooked hamburgers or, you know, saying lunch meat or whatever, just so I can eat on my off day. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I, I told the story. I remember buying, I had a, I had like four or five bucks or something. I'm like, man, I could buy like, and this is before like $5 foot loans. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, you could buy like, like a half a sandwich, like a 16 sandwich, or you can buy like, a bunch of malt liquor is going to keep you full all night. <laughs> I chose the malt liquor, you know what I'm saying? Because at least then I'll be sleepy and, and full and heavy and sleepy the whole time. By the time I wake up, it's time to go to work finally, and I'll, I'll grab something to eat when I get to work. Like, I, like I, I've personally made those decisions, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, man, it's all about <laughs> Persevere, man, and so you can get to a point where you can make the changes that you want to change. Um, and just like Angel said, especially if you're prideful and don't ask for help. Uh, yeah, I wasn't asking for help from my family. It wasn't that they didn't want to help me or that they wasn't available. But one, the reason I moved out, me and my mom got into it, so I definitely wasn't asking her for help. Uh, and I wasn't going to let nobody else, I wasn't going to let her spread the rumors that I couldn't do it by asking the rest of my family. So you know, my, even my grandmother, like, hey, if you need some help, like, if you need some food, nigga, uh, come get some food. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what are you doing down here? So she would bring me, like, you know, a giant pot of chicken noodle, a pot of chicken noodle soup or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Just, just to have something because she knew I was, you know, kind of too prideful to ask for help and stuff. So, man, per- perseverance is the key, I feel. Yeah. Man, it, <laughs> like tough, just man. thinking about yeah, just thinking about if we reminisce about just the ten years because when we basically when we first moved out was down there to start a different uh, media, 
That's exactly what it was. <laughs> we started like a, I think I have been out maybe a year. You were probably out less than a year. And <laughs> we started. <laughs> so it was like, just com- combine, like for those who haven't listened to the old shows, just combine what uh, uh, he just talked about with uh, being young and just, you don't got nothing to do but talk. Oh, so look, if you guys think this would be an idea, just put in the comments or messages or whatever. Put in the comments if you hear now. Look, we can, I'll pull up some clips. We'll sit here and listen to them together. We'll talk about them with you guys live. You know what I'm saying? Like, if y'all would be interested in doing something like that. Uh, some of the old shows, uh, if you haven't listened to them already. I think it'll be interesting, but I don't want to bore y'all with us just sitting here reminiscing for, you know, an hour and a half, two hours or whatever. So if y'all are interested yeah. in that, let us know. For me personally, my vote is no, because it's just crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, we definitely got it's some explaining. <laughs> explaining to do. Man, it's crazy, but, you know, it was just that time, but yeah, um, just oh, just overcoming overcoming poverty is just, for lack of a better word, a motherfucker. So, um, I, yeah, I don't. It's just crazy just even thinking about it. Man, uh, yeah, like the other day I was just thinking about um, thinking how I had a car. Um, my sister wrecked that car. Then I had that uh, truck. I don't know how long I had it for like a year, but that truck allowed me to uh, move <laughs> because I could move, put my put my stuff in the back and move. And then I didn't have a, a vehicle for a minute. <laughs> a, a minute. And I was this, like, "This is not, not to cut you off, but this is what this is what." Uh... I don't want to say it signifies being poor. I don't want to say like I just had it the worst or whatever. But when like when you have a car but you can't drive that car because you can't afford to put gas in it. So even though you got a car, you're still walking and catching a bus to work because you can't afford gas. That's when like that's when like you uh you in a tough spot. You just in a tough spot, man. Like, I had that car and it was just sit in the back of the building, <laughs> just sit there. You know what I'm saying? For days, because I couldn't afford to put gas in there. I'm walking to work and stuff. Like, it was crazy. Uh, let me see. Regina said, obviously, I can't relate with the hood. The first time I used food stamps after my son was born, uh, it was a it was paper money then. I had to get uh, past the mentality of being embarrassed. Um, I had to do it to get by. I wasn't even supposed to lift anything over seven pounds for weeks. And my son was born <laughs> at ten at ten pounds. Uh, anyway, uh, my bill had to change part, and I took out oh uh, paper food stamps and drug through my chains to give her the exact amount. The woman was in shock. I felt even more crazy. She said I would. She said I've never seen anyone you. Did it cut you off? I don't know what happened to the rest of the message, but. Uh, I, I look, everybody got the cars now, so you kind of don't know what people or you can go to automatic checkout. But I couldn't imagine using food stamps back when it was like monopoly covered, colored money, <laughs> just you know, what I'm saying pink dollar bills and yellow and greens and stuff. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. On top of people judging you, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Regina said, a lot of months I ate hot dogs and ramen noodles. Yup. They aren't my pick now, but it was cheap. Surviving, man. Surviving. Yeah. It's like if I went and ate fast food now, I just just can't do it. I'm like, damn, I was surviving off of this bull. Every time I think about ramen noodles, I'm like, man, ramen noodles sound good. Like, I'm like, I can't eat the ramen noodles. You know what? Unless, unless you eat real, authentic, like ramen noodles from like, uh, a Japanese restaurant, then it's like, ooh, I love ramen noodles now. But that starchy, heavy starch, store bought orange packet, nah. <laughs> orange or red, chicken and beef. Virginia said, I like to watch you guys doing the hot food. It was hilarious. I think you watching it yourself would be funny. All right, we could pull up the uh, the ghost pepper. The ghost pepper is that what it was? Nah, it was uh, what's it? Nah, the Carolina Reaper. Know. The Reaper. Yeah, 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 for sure. The Reaper. That's yeah, right. They, they got it. They have an even hotter pepper than that now, which is ridiculous. Yeah, crazy. Um, Erica said, "Oh my God, I still eat real ramen. I add an egg to it. Yeah, that's real ramen, but not like the." Uh, I don't even know how to pronounce the brand, like the hood ramen or like the, the cup. I don't know. The cup noodles actually kind of be good sometimes. I just don't yeah, eat this often. Right. I think, of, yeah, <laughs> I think about it, but I don't eat it as much as I think about it because it takes me back to a bad place. Uh, it's, it's, uh, a spot. it's a spot um, close to me that got real ramen in there, and yeah, it's it's uh, mm, it's good, real good. Yeah. Real shrimp, real, ramen. real shrimp, not shrimp packet uh, flavor. <laughs> shrimp flavor, like the chips real we was eating a while ago. <laughs> they give you, um, they give you uh, chopsticks uh, to eat it. No fork, <laughs> and they watch you while you eat it because they know it's good. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see, Erica said, "I don't think everyone has the same thing to overcome. We are all different. We may have similar experiences, but everyone doesn't go through." The exact things in life. That's why we are supposed to help each other out. Erica, I agree with you. We were saying that um, uh, some stuff are that we all have to deal with, though, like bad jobs, like how you overcome a bad job. How do you overcome, um, uh, you know, a heartbreak or relationship? I think uh, uh, Angel has, has asked about heartbreak. Um, uh, we all had to overcome stuff in these categories, but in a different way or whatever the. Uh, um, uh, you know, whatever issue we were going through at the time. Uh, so I agree with you. I, I don't think it's the same. And I, I agree with that. That's why we all supposed to share experiences and, and learn and grow and, and, you know, hold on to some information that might help somebody another time. Uh, but I think we all can come up with a bad job story or, you know, a bad job situation or uh, um, uh, like a bad relationship situation. Um Andrew said, how do you overcome a heartbreak? I don't know if I ever have overcome that either. Maybe I'm just a survivor. Have all felt like you overcome that? You feel like you overcome your heartbreak? I know you say you moved on and that you became a savage, as you put it. But like, you feel like you over you feel like you, <laughs> you feel like you overcame that, or did you just survive yeah. through it? Um, yeah, overcame that for sure. Um 
the only uh, the only thing for a minute that um, I I wanted was just closure from it because it's like, of course you're not talking to the motherfucker, uh, you know what I'm saying? After some shit like that happens, um, but then I was like, yeah, I'm cool. And then I seen I seen her. I was like. It ain't even worth my time. I don't even like. I'm good. So, but you feel like you got? Did you ever get that closure though? Uh, I would say no. But do I? Let's say. Let's say if I see it or not, it'd be like. I don't even. I don't even know if. I, <laughs> You know what? I would say I would be like, oh hey, what's up? Because I'm way over that. Now if I didn't have if I wasn't over, I wouldn't even speak. <laughs> the last time I said I ain't I didn't speak. And she came up there on purpose to see me. Uh because her her best friend came in the store I was working at the day before. And she had her in the kind of next day, like, come on now. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But um now, if I said, oh, hey, what's up? You know, oh, yeah, this is what I'm doing with my life now. I'm good. What's up? What's up with you? <laughs> you know, I'll be cool. You know what I'm saying? But And then that's it. I keep it moving. Like, I don't really care that much. But, yeah. I think. But, but just one more thing. But mm-hmm. if, let's say, like, it's that show where they bring the exes together and they be talking, you know, about what happened in a relationship, what went wrong, and it's a chance for them to have closure and confront whatever in the relationship is. I think it's on, I know it's on YouTube. I don't, they got a whole bunch of, but anyway, um, let's say if I had that opportunity, and yeah, I asked some questions, I asked like some questions. So what's up with this? What, what was up with that? But I know the answer to the question. You know, <laughs> you're a whore. <laughs> So, you know what I'm saying? There, there isn't any need, you know, to, you know, I, I already know that. I already know. <laughs> Thanks, man. Appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think, I think, uh, <laughs> I think, I think. My greatest heartbreak. I think I I overcame it. I don't think I just uh, you know wrote it off or whatever. Um, I think the thing I was holding on to the most was, like you said, the, the closure. Like I want to find out why. <laughs> Besides, you know, just saying that you're a whore. I want to find out why, why, why uh, whatever happened happened. You know what I'm saying? Um, so I think I, I held on to that longer than I should have or whatever. That's probably unhealthy, but um, but once it once I mentally said, okay, I'm not going to get the answers I want or whatever the case is, um, you know what I'm saying? So, so we're, so what are we doing here? Then I, I was like, then I was able to actually end that chapter forever. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, you know how you have, um, uh, uh, songs that remind you of a certain person or whatever, whether it's in a relationship or a family member or whatever. And like, you can't listen to that song cause you don't get that person no more or, you know, you, you lost that family member or whatever. Yeah. Like once you start, once you can, you know, I, I feel this is kind of like the 
the mark for me. Like once I'm able to listen to that music and it just doesn't even bug me anymore, stuff like that, then I'm all the way, all the way over you. Like it's it's completely done. You know what I'm saying? So I, I feel like I was able to overcome. It took time, of course, and it took um uh you know ton, tons of energy uh that it shouldn't have, you know what I'm saying? But I think it was more of finding that closure. But once I realized I wasn't gonna get it, then you know, you just keep on moving there. Just like Erica said, so you just go your separate ways, still speak, maybe wish them well. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna add add them as friends or on social media sites. We're not friends at all. We'll never be friends. Um I, I don't I can't be friends with the ex. Like that's no, we were no, we aren't we aren't friends. Like I can't because all I'm gonna wanna do is uh get in them guts. That's it. <laughs> Cause I was in it before. Like you think we're gonna be friends now? Impossible, you know. But if I see you, it's like, oh, hey, what's up? How you doing? Everything good? Okay. And you and you out. You know what I'm saying? If it, it you know, yeah. Look, I didn't. I didn't see. Uh, I didn't see women that I dated um, out, and that's what it was. Like, hey, how you doing? You know, how such and such. It's good. It's good to see you. And I'm out. You know what I'm saying? You know? Man, I, I think I don't know, man. That that I'm hold on, I gotta after the angel comments. She said to Regina, it sucks that you had to be embarrassed by that. I get it though. It makes me sad. After my dad died, my mom was struggling money wise and got food stamps for a few months. She was so embarrassed. Um so I don't know. I don't know. This might be a cultural thing. I'm not saying that black people was never embarrassed, but I can remember, not vividly, but I can remember like at my family, I don't know, my aunt, my mom, I don't know who, or, you know, black people, you just, you just sell them, you know what I'm saying? You just sell them. So I don't know if we were selling them or we actually had them. I have no idea, but I remember having it and maybe we go to the corner store. Like, I don't remember, I, I never had it. Of course, when I was a kid when they still had like the paper, the paper money and stuff, the colorful money. Um, I didn't. I didn't see. It didn't seem like nobody was embarrassed. The people I was around. So I don't know. If that's another cultural thing or whatever. And now you don't have to worry about it because people don't know if you're swiping a, a, a debit card, a credit card, a, a EBT. Uh, you can go to a, um, a cash, a cashier list uh, a place or whatever, like a, a automated thing. Uh, <laughs> well, I do take that back. I remember. Um, when they first started doing the automated things at like Dave's and stuff, or, or it was fine. It was top still. It was tops at the time. And when you would uh, select on the computer, when you select like food stamps, it would announce it. Like it was said oh. out loud. Yeah. That's uh, yeah, that's not good. I remember being embarrassed. Then it was just me too. And it, uh, I, I don't know if there was, I don't know who food stamp card I had or whatever, but they announced I'm like, Oh shit. Why the fuck would you say that? Why would you say that out loud? Like, <laughs> But now they don't do that anymore, so it's not uh now it's not that bad. Let me see. Right, because they do that and people start looking in, in your cart trying to judge you. Yeah. Like, what, why do poor why do poor people need steaks? Like, I don't understand. That's shrimp, three, three, seafood. Three slabs of ribs, come on. Who needs that? <laughs> like, fuck out my cart. Hey, people, uh, people on food stamps do carts are crazy when I, I'm like, damn. But, 
Hey, I, I definitely understand it, and I envy you because I wish I had food stamps. Shit. I was gonna say, yeah, I, I, I be, I look in disgust, but it's not that I, I'm like, oh, I can't believe they, they have a cart full of stuff. I'm like, man, I want a cart full of stuff. Like, come on, I, I be like hating. I'll be more of a hater in that aspect. Not like I can't believe this person got food stamps. I'm like, nigga, I want food stamps. All right, that, that'd be me. <laughs> Erica said, I don't think I've ever had a deep love heartbreak experience. Man. Erica, I'll tell you right now, you too old to have one. Uh, it's a good thing you married. Because the older you get without having that, oh boy. It's it gets tough. I remember seeing grown men cry, uh, real live tears. You know what I'm saying? The older you get, the more tough it gets. So I uh I like Angel. Wish you uh, never have to experience anything like that, man. Regina said, uh, "You feel like you can actually die." Yeah, man. You become physically sick sometimes. Like that heartbreak. That heartbreak should be real. I got a question to ask. <laughs> you don't got to answer at the end of these comments, but I'm curious if you will answer this question or not. Uh, Erica said, <laughs> "I've experienced heart heartache, but not the relationship kind." Uh, I would just get a new boyfriend. Yeah, a lot of people do, and you end up messing up that boyfriend or your relationship is toxic from the beginning because you don't let yourself heal because people think it's just as easy as just getting a new boyfriend without healing first. Look, and uh, that don't be the case. Erica, I hope you never go through uh, that experience. You know, I hope you marry 50 years, everything good. <clears throat> Especially at... hurt. <laughs> hey, I think, I think I, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I was just, I was just gonna say, for some odd reason, I think, I think uh, more uh, guys are hurt than women are from relationships. What you think? Say it one more time. I was reading the comments. Say it one more time. <laughs> I said I think that more guys are hurt than women are. Like when it comes to relationships. Oh, without a doubt. <laughs> and look, it's it, it it only don't feel that way because guys will never let you know it. Guys won't be, uh, for the most part, don't be like posting the sad statuses, or they don't they don't even tell their friends. Like, man, I'm going through it right now. But I agree, I agree a hundred percent that guys be going through it, and they don't have any. And it's worse for them because they don't have an outlet. They don't have the same outlet or or friends aren't as or they're not supportive in the same way as like a, a woman and her friends are. You know what I'm saying? So a guy just he's just in his room bottled up, you know what I'm saying, with no no way to release that pain, man. God dudes be going through it. Dudes be going through it. Women just go out, I ain't saying they'll love it, but they'll go out and get some attention. And I'm not saying that'll heal them, but that it's some positive coming. It's some positivity coming your way. Where, dude, you just got to sit there and take it, man. Take it. Take it. Take it. Uh, <laughs> it be hurt. Hurt. Man. But you know what? Uh, but but also, I, I, since I do think it happens more to guys, I think it only happens once to guys, and then that's it. Like you just, I don't know, you become a lot different, you know, a lot different. 
Yeah, it, I, and I, yeah, because most of the time you don't handle it in a healthy way. So yeah, it it will change you to being heartless. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't never want to experience this anymore. I'm gonna become heartless. I'm gonna I'm gonna be a guy. I'm gonna be a, 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 a what's the dude on was it the Tin Man or something? Somebody had no heart on the Wizard of Oz. Like I don't yeah, have no heart. Man. You know I what I'm saying? It. No heart at all. <laughs> But you know that's why Kanye made that song. How could you be so heartless? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like he was hurt. Like yeah. nigga, like uh, Kanye made a whole album about you know uh, heartbreak. Down there, yeah, heartbreak. And then you got uh, damn, what's his name? God damn, that singer. Uh, damn, what is his name? Robert Thicke. Yeah, Robert Thicke made a whole <laughs> album. About his ex-wife, and he caused the problem. He <laughs> he, he just an idiot, though. Oh, I, I, I ain't really super sympathetic to that dude, but yeah, he did make. <laughs> he did. I mean, that nigga Ruben said he was sorry for the entire year two thousand and four, the, the entire year. It's hurt, but 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 then, but then you know on the on the flip side when it when it when it comes you know to to women's songs like that is you know you got J Lo love don't cost a thing just dogging them uh, throwing off the jury in the video they don't, they don't care they harmless <laughs> harmless uh. oh man that's so funny. Erica said, I've had battles within my relationship, but we stayed together, broke up, got back together. Hey, keep it that way. Uh, you know, do whatever you got to do. I'm telling you, man, that shit, it should be tough. Heartbreak be tough. And the older you get, man, the, t- the tougher it is. I, that has to be like a scientific fact somehow. Hey, don't, hey, not everybody cheering for Ruben in the comments. <laughs> Ruben, don't cheer for Ruben. <laughs> What's no, uh, he came out with an album. Never. He came out with Luther Vandross music. No, just like, anyway, I hate no Ruby. Anyway. Uh what's uh what's the what's the Mar- <laughs> what's it uh Mario Winans? This nigga was taking singing sorry songs about uh what's it he, he made the I don't wanna know. know. I don't wanna he know why he's taking uh taking a bath with his clothes on. Come on, man. God <laughs> hey, God be taking it. Hey, God, God be taking it on the chin, man. Hey, we be taking it on the chin. On the chin. Like, like, he didn't even want to hurt. Like, he just didn't want to know. He was cool man. with the relationship still going on with whatever she was doing. He didn't even want to know. My nigga said, if you plan me, keep it on the low. <laughs> <laughs> His heart couldn't take it no more. <laughs> Hey, 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 dude, <laughs> dudes be, uh, dudes be losing it, man. All right, so look, so I want to ask you this before we end, man. You don't got to answer. I know you, uh, you know, you got a ring on your left finger, left hand. So we just, we just talk, we were just talking about heartbreak and stuff. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, or just, so we were just talking about, and it's kind of playing to it. I'm kind of glad you brought up about how guys be going through it and how they would just be holding in the, the hurt or heartbreak or whatever. 
All right, so I don't remember. I don't remember old girl name. You you already know the one I'm talking about, man. The one we seen at up in Cleveland Heights, uh, with a with a new name. Right. <laughs> I'll, I'll just I'll just leave it at that. She had a new name. Now, y'all was together for a good amount of time. Nah, uh, it wasn't though. Y'all was together all the time. I say that then. Yeah, I can't. Yeah. I gotta. Can I gotta. I gotta. <laughs> I gotta pick her up from work. I'm like, uh, all right, nigga. Right. <laughs> later, then. Like, like, so look, if y'all wasn't together for a long time, y'all together. Y'all wasn't together all the time, though. You know what I'm saying? Not. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. Like, she ain't say she ain't stay far from she ain't stay far from the house. So, shit, I was over there. I was like, I like nigga, you got a car. I don't like. She got a car. I don't know if she got a car or not, but. No, like still she can... didn't even know. Like she didn't have a car. She didn't even have a license because she didn't know how to drive. She tried to drive. <laughs> all, all I know is, help me over her. That's all I was feeling. Like, damn. All right, all right, nigga. Whatever. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, that's beside the point. Hold on. You talking so, about when you were stuck? You were stuck on the. Uh, you ain't talking about you were stuck on the side of the road. Uh, I, I ain't even talking about no specific. <laughs> I'm just talking about in general. Like I'm like, like, yeah, I gotta go pick up so and so. You know what I'm saying? No, me and so and so going. Like, so like I said, if y'all wasn't together for a long period of time, y'all niggas was together all the fuck like all the time. <laughs> anyway, that's neither here nor there. <laughs> y'all was y'all was uh y'all serious or whatever. Uh and then <laughs> yeah, y'all y'all, serious, right. <laughs> y'all Y'all broke up. I don't know how much time had passed, but then when we seen her at the club the one time, all I, all I would say is your mood changed a little. You know what I'm saying? Look, <laughs> no, it wasn't because it wasn't, it wasn't of that. It's because, you know... It was, hey, it was either because of that or because niggas was riding you so hard, pause. Like niggas was going in and you couldn't live at all. So anyway, anyway, my question is, <laughs> I don't know how much time had passed or whatever, but I'm assuming that it was still some kind of a uh, friction, tension, whatever. Like, how, how how did you feel in that moment in regards to, uh, uh, like, was you over it? Were you just surviving and uh, like and, and surpassed that point or? Like what? What? What was your thoughts, man? What's your thoughts? Seeing her in such a compromising position like that. <laughs> uh, it's so hard to be. It's hard to be PC on here, man. Uh, so uh, look, I, I look. I ended. <laughs> I ended it with her. Um. I look. Two weeks later, I already had moved. I already had something new. Two weeks later. All right. Um, probably about, huh? They're trying to be tough now. <laughs> no, 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 I'm, no, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get to that part. Um, <laughs> I was like, I like, I, I probably, I was still messing with her like a month, even after we broke up. But I was messing with, uh, you know, um, I was dating other young ladies. Um, so I don't, I really. I really don't know how much time passed uh, between that point, but even then, I was I was good on her. Like I don't, 
we was together for six months. Uh, you know, I wasn't, you know, I wasn't tripping at all. My, <laughs> my issue was, you called me, you was like, hey, guess, guess, <laughs> you won't believe who I seen down at, well, I don't know, whatever that place is, that bar in Cleveland Heights. Of course, yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm like, I'm like, oh, yeah, oh, I'm like, oh, she was down there? I'm like, oh, yeah, that's what's up. But he was like, no, they got a, after, <laughs> after 12 p.m., that, that second half of it <laughs> turned into a, like, uh, uh, a fucking, what would I do? Like a, I don't know, it had a, just a, uh, they had <laughs> a random strip, uh, stripper pole in the middle of, of this place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just the middle of a room. I don't know. It was weird. Um, and I'm like, no, you know, she's not. What? What do you mean? What, like, what do you mean? So, of course, I had to see it for myself. Mm-hmm. Chilling in there. Then, you know, we chilling, drinking, and then she see me. And she, like, the look on her face is like... Yeah. 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 And then she came, she came, hug me, said, What's up? And then it was time for the performance. And I'm just over there, like, Wow, this is what you're doing now? Like, I was messing with this over here. Like, Wow, it's just crazy to me. This is just crazy to me. I'm like, Wow, I just can't. That's that's what my look on my face was that night. Like, Wow, like, like you, you in the middle of a random bar. Getting naked for nothing. It's crazy. It wasn't even like a real strip club or nothing, like a real gentleman's club. It was just like a bar that they put a couple poles in on just one half of it. Like, uh, anyway. So yeah, I'm just like, wow. And then I'm like, I'm just like, wow, this is just crazy right here. So at that point, you was, you was over. But, yeah, I was way, I was way over dating date another, dating another yeah. woman. Even dated her friend. She don't, uh, she don't know about <laughs> her best friend. To this day, she don't know unless she's watching the show right now. But I was way over her. <laughs> All right, man. I was just, I was just, I was just curious, man, because I never experienced nothing like that. No, it was just like, that, that. You know, like I explained, man. Yeah, it was like. Just imagine seeing one of your like one of your exes that you know she cool whatever, but I don't think she the type that'd be shaking her ass on the pole, and then you just like, <laughs> you know, who? It was a few people there. We just like wow, this and y'all looking at me like this, yeah, this is what you. Yeah. <laughs> of this course, is what you know into we- like. I didn't now know. We're judging you. Yeah. Now we're judging you. Uh like, man, this is this what you into, huh? This this is this is this is who you get your heart to, man. This is this is what you into? Oh, it's great. Yeah, yeah. And you know what? You you never even met her. Because I was like, I wasn't with her that long. You never met her. So she didn't even know who you was when you went in the first time. Oh, that's true, because you, you, you told her that I'm you like, knew me. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, what's I'm like, tell me her real name. Cause he had a stage name. Uh, I'm gonna send me her real name. I'm gonna go call her by her real name. And then, cause he's like, huh? huh? <laughs> what? I'm like, yeah, no, we we know who you are. <laughs> you see my, you see my man's in the back. He want to talk to you. 
Mm. <laughs> uh, good times. Good times. So let's uh <sighs> let's sum this up, man. Right. Look, so I I feel like overcoming, as Angel put it, oh so overcome should be the goal. The process of overcoming for me, I'll say, is to persevere as long as possible. Um you know, and so you're in a position where you can, uh, like, actually overcome. So whether it's a job or a relationship or whatever, uh, it's about, you know, managing what you can manage at the time uh, and so you can change it. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, don't manage it with, uh, you know, alcohol or other substances, because it just makes the situation worse. That's very true. Very, very true. As I take a sip. All right, man. So thanks for joining us. Uh, I told you it wasn't going to be a sad show, all depressed and stuff. We had some good laughs. Um, we appreciate you guys for joining us. Have a safe week, as always. Um, if you haven't seen the latest, let's go get ta- let's get takeout. Let's go get takeout. Let's get takeout. Uh, it's up on all of the pages now. Check it out. Uh, give us some review if you guys have restaurants we should check out. Be sure to send those in. Um, look forward to seeing you guys uh, Wednesday for politics, and of course next Sunday for a new episode. Um, topics, suggestions, any of that stuff. Be sure to send them to us. I know Regina said that she would like to uh, she like she want us to react to the the. Um, the hot pepper video, so we can do that. Um, nobody said they wanted. Nobody said they wanted us to, to react to the old Epiphany Radio stuff, which is much to your uh, delight, to my chagrin, because <laughs> shit was just wild. It was just some wild stuff going on. So we appreciate you guys as always. <clears throat> uh, stay safe and put on a mask and all that good stuff. Salute to the city as always. I remember, y'all. See y'all next week. Out of here.